Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Cryptids on Cryptids. Uh, I'm Martin. I'm Sid. And this is a folklore podcast. Uh, so what are we talking about? We have the Bunny Man this week. Uh, okay, tell me what that is. Because I, I've heard mention of this, I'll be honest. Yeah? I have no clue what it is. Have Where have you heard the mention of it? I think I want to start with that. Probably my mom. Okay. Is your mom from Virginia? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Fairfax County, Virginia is the location of our bunny man. Uh, okay. The... Yeah. That's literally where she grew up. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> she probably knows a lot about this then. Uh, because the bunny man, this is a folklore podcast. So the bunny man is an urban legend. So that's in that folklore territory. Uh, but the legend springs from... An urban Fairfax... legend is just a cryptid light. <laughs> <laughs> Diet cryptid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cryptid zero. Cryptid zero. Zero calories, zero sugar. Uh, I have a quick question that may be perceived as rude. How old is your mom? Uh... I think a better Late question. 50s, early would 60s. she have been alive in the 1970s? Young. Okay. Then she may have actually been alive in Fairfax when the incidents occurred. Interesting. Which is super cool. Uh so we're going to start with I did mention Fairfax County, Virginia, but the legend has sort of uh spread to the surrounding areas around like Washington DC area, like all that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is an urban legend. So like it stems the bunny man, urban legend and the actual bunny man are two different things. If this makes sense. Yes. Sort of like there are actual like real life bunny man incidents, but the urban legend is a little adjacent to that. So the urban okay. legend uh, spreads from a story told in 1973 University of Maryland underground class paper, and it reads as follows. So in the 20th century, deep in the woods that divided the town of Clifton from Fairfax Station, there was an asylum for the insane. At some point, the asylum closed, and the residents were piled onto a bus bound for Lorton Prison. On the way there, the bus swerved and crashed. Many of the convicts escaped, but were caught, save one, 
Douglas Griffin. While searching for him, authorities found a trail of half-eaten, gutted bunnies with many hanging from what was then called Fairfax Station Bridge. For months, the police searched for Griffin, but he was never found. Then, on Halloween night, several teens were hanging out under the bridge. At the stroke of midnight, they were attacked. The next morning, they were found hanging from the bridge, gutted like bunnies. To this day, it's said if you are at the Bunny Man Bridge at midnight on Halloween night, you too will meet the fate of those teens and rabbits. So damn, we missed our chance. So damn, we missed our chance. <laughs> <laughs> we missed our chance to fight this boy. We did. Uh, but it's like, that is the story where the urban legend is based off of. So you'd think like any reasonable person would stay away from Bunny Man Bridge, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't. Like people go and have like parties there every Halloween. There's like a whole haunted thing, like an attraction that you can go through, like a haunted hayride type thing on this bridge. Well, if this thing's just a man and not like an actual bunny man hybrid, that, okay, when you first mentioned it to me, I was very excited for... A bunny um, man hybrid? Yeah, like dog man, but a bunny. It's <laughs> 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 like a very large, terrifying uh, bunny, like that one movie, um... Fuck, what's it called? Are you talking about the fucking Were Rabbit movie? Yes, I'm talking that was about the horrifying. fucking Were Rabbit movie. That's a horror movie. That is a Wallace and Gromit movie. It's Wallace and Gromit cursed yeah, the it's Were Wallace Rabbit. And, Gromit. and I hate that movie. It's so I scary. I love that movie. I watched it so many times when I was a kid. I remember getting like actually afraid of it. The first time I watched it, yes. The second time I watched it, oh my god, it's just so much fun. I mean, I imagine it has to be like a delightful romp of a movie. But claymation <laughs> makes me at least a little unsettled. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I what? respect it. I can see that. An incredible art form, truly something that I could never ever hope to do. But they don't show any expression in their eyes. <laughs> they just look at you with their soulless clay orbs. Soulless clay orbs. I mean, you know. Maybe that was the true terror all along. Their eyes? Yep. Oh, dear. I guess, because, like, my first exposure to claymation was Coraline. Oh, yeah, that'll that'll do. Which will really, really set the Cor- tone for... <laughs> Coraline was maybe one of the most horrific uh, things to come out of my childhood absolutely uh, not only the movie but the book is so much worse i read the book oh my god the book fuck the book okay here's the problem i read the book and i like didn't have a problem with it i guess at first because i read the book and in my child brain i was like oh it's just words like there's nothing in this book that can hurt me you know, it's just a story. And then you see it on screen, and the visual representation is so much worse. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, that's in fair. my brain, I can be like, oh, everything's just stupid. You know, like, you can make people look dumb and give them stupid French mustaches, and you're good to go. Uh, but in the movie, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> they are yes, there. you can. You just gotta put them on the screen and time it properly. I suppose. Oh. Rule of thirds makes it really easy to just put a mustache on like a part of the screen and it's a really fun like holiday game. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that with a Santa hat on the corner of the TV. Yeah, every time it lines up, you drink. 
we did it every time it lines up like because because we can't well we 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 had like uh ribena oh we got a bottle from canada and i messed up and i realized uh much later that you were supposed to dilute the ribena with water so i was oh, pouring God. straight black currant syrup into shot glasses <laughs> and being like this is so awful why would anyone drink this <laughs> it doesn't help that it's with shot glasses no i was like because i was you couldn't have any more than that because it was too sweet you know it was literally black currant sugar syrup that we were drinking like pretty much directly from the bottle it was not not a good experience <laughs> however mixing it with coca-cola was actually pretty bomb so i mean yeah that sounds pretty bomb it was really good actually and then i'm realizing that the main thing was you just had to dilute it with literally anything yeah you shouldn't drink straight syrup <laughs> it's not I didn't, good for no, you it didn't have like the syrup consistency it was something more like like you know how cough syrup is at least a little liquidy you know yeah every time uh, someone mentions cough syrup i think of that song by yeah it's a good song it is a good song i think i have it on at least two of my playlists in my total of six playlists <laughs> oh i have like 90 playlists and like half of them just have the same like couple of songs in them nice nice i'm like well you know, well, I don't. I don't know why I have. A, I honestly just am too lazy to delete them. Probably. I have. I have vibe lists where I just take all the music of a certain genre and just dump it into one massive playlist. Yeah. And then shuffle it and just hope for the best. <sighs> so we were talking about the bunny man. <laughs> we sure Sorry, were. We got we got off topic for a good like five to ten minutes there. Yeah, um, but we we talked about the story that's the story that was published in the newspaper as part of i don't know if it was a part of a creative writing project but uh it was like an intent like the intention was to be a scary story and then people read this and were like there had been some incidents uh recently in that area and some incidents is some never a good way to start incidents <laughs> a conversation People were like, they sort of filled in the blanks, I guess. Uh, mm. Also, spoiler alert, there's no Lorton Prison or Insane Asylum. Like, all that is made up. <laughs> I was about to say. I'm pretty sure. Lorton is an interesting name for prison. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that there's no Lorton Prison. There's no Insane Asylum. Uh... Maybe it yeah. sounds better if you pronounce the T in there. Lorton. 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 Yeah. Because there's uh, historical inaccuracies. I guess Lort Lorton Prison does exist, but it wasn't open until like 1916. Uh, there's no Fairfax court record of a Douglas Griffin. Uh, oh, it's just the 20th century, which would be the 1800s. Uh, 1900s, yeah. Early 20th century, yeah. Yeah, so 1916, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But, like, the place where the author of this piece told them to go check for um, evidence was, they were like, 
and if you don't believe me, like go check the old Clifton Library. Uh, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the old Clifton Library. That's Doug, not real. Douglas still works there to this day. Uh, well, he was a fugitive. Yeah. So. He got maybe. a fake identity. Lived there. Got a fake ID though. Yeah, he got a fake ID instead, a fake instead ID. of D- Douglas Griffin. It was Douglas Griffon. With just accents. He found yep. a beret and a mustache and was like, perfect. No yeah. one will ever know. Yep. Uh, See, you can give him stupid French mustaches. Perfect. Un- unscarified. You want to unspookify <laughs> something? Put it in a French mustache and a beret. Yeah, the French are never scary. They try to scare you, you scare them, and they run back. I am they run away. very much afraid of the French. Just because Why are you afraid of the French? They make fun of my accent. Which is Okay, yeah, the French are rude. Valid. <laughs> which again, it's valid. It is. But it's a valid criticism. It's a valid criticism. But I'm still like I am so afraid of somebody being like, yo, your accent's stupid that I'm just afraid of the French now. And that's probably fair. The French they're they're assholes. They'll admit I... to that. So the only way but to honestly, get back in a French... fight, they'll run away. Oh dear. Zinger. Zinger. Knock that shit right out of the park. <laughs> Wave the white flag, but not for me. Uh, anyway. Okay, can I ask a question? Absolutely. Also, how were these teens gutted like bunnies? I see. The only thing I can think of is skinned like rabbits. Is there a way to do like? Is there a way to do a rabbit or a bunny that's like so iconic that if you did it to a human, it'd be like, ah, yeah, you skinned him like a bunny. Well, the fuck. (laughs) I mean, I give him rabbit ears. I don't like the implications of that. Um, well, like, you can't, there is a very specific way to gut a rabbit. I don't know if that would translate to a human, because I never stopped to consider that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole skeletal structure is, like, different enough that I don't think you could do that. Because usually you hear, like, gutted like a fish. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked up if gutted like bunnies was a saying, and there's a whole bunch of urban dictionary trees no thank you never mind <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind oh no i'm good look those up in your own time no <laughs> actually i'm curious now you're curious you go do yeah. that uh i'm gonna i'm gonna mention that like i think you can skin something like a rabbit because usually when you catch a rabbit you want the pelt and then they're not really meaty the fur is soft so i think that might be what the intention was it could just also be a uh, somebody's somebody's project, and they didn't want to think of another metaphor, so they were like, you know what, fuck it, gutted like bunnies. Interesting. I I googled it, and I got a lot of how-to videos from hunters who are like, here's how to gut a rabbit. Say gutted like bunnies. Yeah, that's what I searched up. It was. That's what I. That's what I searched yeah. up. I didn't go to, I didn't see any how-to videos. It was just a lot of people who were like, 
hey, do you want to purchase a gutted rabbit? And also here are these Urban Dictionary articles. And I'm like, I want neither of those. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Uh, There's also an IMDb for a movie called Con Air. What? Yeah, I don't know. That's completely unrelated. Uh... Newly paroled ex-con and former U.S. Ranger Cameron Poe finds himself trapped in a prisoner transport plane when the passenger sees control. Now, this doesn't sound like that fucking story you told me at all. Well, I don't think it is. (laughs) Then why the fuck, Google? It's got Nicolas Cage in it. What? Oh, shit. So it's automatically a 10 out of 10 movie. Well, yeah, now I know what I'm doing with the rest of my weekend. Oh, shit. All right. Well, sorry. Back to to the bunny man. No. uh, It is all good. Because, like, I imagine that this was was a piece of creative writing that somebody wrote with the intention to spook people. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing, though. This was written, this piece was written in... 1973 right mm-hmm. okay let me do a quick check yeah so there this is rooted in truth the bunny man is rooted in truth uh the incidents happened on october 22nd 1970 october 31st 1970 november 4th 1970 and november 6th 1970 but uh, I have two incidents uh, described in terrifying detail. Okay. Uh, so the first one is a real event that happened to Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his fiance. So they were sitting in a car on 5,400 Guinea Road in Fairfax around midnight near his uncle's house. So they had just gotten back from a football game uh, or some type of evening event and they had been visiting with his uncle and they were just getting back in the car to leave and he saw something moving outside his rear window moments later their front passenger window was smashed and a man dressed in a white suit with long bunny ears appeared ah he yelled you're on private property and i have your tag number and just like started screaming at them and the couple sped off like any reasonable person would do yes As they were driving off, they looked to see what had smashed their window and realized there was a hatchet on their car floor that had not been there before. He had thrown a hatchet through their front car window. And it missed both of them, which is incredibly lucky. Also, here's the thing. To any of our viewers, I do not know if you've ever tried to, like, smash a car window. It takes a lot of force. Yeah. It takes a lot of force just to like crack it. Mm-hmm. To throw something through it? It's not a windshield. It was a side window. Okay. I think. Still. Yeah. Those things are specifically of... engineered not to shatter. Yeah. To get a hatchet through there is a pretty hefty ask. That's a big ask. Yeah. So 
that was an incident that occurred. And they, they of course, went back and reported to the police. And they were like, hey, uh, uh. And the police were like, okay, we'll... Okay, so the police, they went to the police with this. The police were like, hey, can we have a description of the man? They give him the description of the white suit with the long bunny ears. Uh, they both remembered seeing his face clearly, but in the darkness, like they couldn't figure out specifics. Mm. So they returned the hatchet. First off, the police gave the hatchet back to Bennett after the examination. They like looked at the hatchet that had been catapulted through his car window. And when they were like, hey, we don't know what's up with this. They just gave it back to him. Man, ain't that police in the 70s. They're just like, hey, was... we got this fucking evidence. Like, there's definitely something that you can get from this that could help with this case. And then they're like, no, why don't you hang on to it? Why don't you hang on to that? We like, don't, We don't need this evidence keep keep it just keep it have a souvenir from your traumatic awful terrible event uh so this would have been bad oh uh this would have been bad if it were just the one incident right mm -hmm. if they're just this one thing could have totally sparked an entire legend and then two weeks later the okay. bunny man shows up two blocks from the original sighting uh, a private security guard, whose name is Paul Phillips, spotted him on the front porch of a new but unoccupied house holding an axe, like a whole ass axe. Hmm. And Got Phillips an tried to... Sorry? Got an upgrade. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh, so the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume and appeared to be about 20 years old and five feet eight inches and around 175 pounds they got like a whole description of this dude oh man uh and here's here's the thing paul phillips sees this man in a bunny costume with a whole ass axe and is like you know what i'm gonna try to do make conversation so he goes <laughs> to do that yeah and the bunny man begins chopping away at a porch post with this previously mentioned long-handled axe, saying, you're trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a variation that he said, uh, he followed that up with, all you people trespass around here. If you don't get out of here, I'm going to bust you on the head. Now, bust uh, you on the head is pretty good. Bust you on the head is pretty good. <laughs> but Phillips bust you then on proceeded. The head is great, actually. Yeah. Um, I again. These are real incidents, like real recorded incidents with somebody in a bunny costume with various axe-like weapons. Um, various sizes of axe. Yeah, various axe sizes. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a he's got his big one, uh, his smaller one, and I think he has a medium one, and that one's just for Goldilocks. Um, that is a terrifying, terrifying implication <laughs> <laughs> that this man has a personal hit out on Goldilocks for encroaching on his animal themed branding. I don't know what's up with this guy. Why is he in a bunny bunny suit? Okay. Can we address that? I don't know. 
it's never explained. They never catch the guy. They never get a hold of him to find this out. Really? No one knows. Yeah. And, okay, A, the articles from this time period are very good in titles. Please give me the Uh, titles. (laughs) So the first one is the October 22nd article, which is Man in Bunny Costume Sought in Fairfax. Uh, The second is the October 31st, uh, The Rabbit Reappears. Uh, November 4th is Bunny Man Scene. And the last one, November 6th, is Bunny Reports Are Multiplying. Uh, (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Which, Bunny Reports Are Multiplying seems very, um, almost cute. Uh, yeah, if this you more... see that and you think, man, they're talking about rabbits and how there's more rabbits now. Um, but nope, it's just this fucking weirdo. No, because the there were. Costume. Yeah, the Fairfax police opened investigations at both incidents, closed for lack of evidence. And in the weeks following, more than 50 people contacted the police claiming to have seen the bunny man. Hmm. Um several newspapers uh the washington post included reported that the bunny man had eaten a man's runaway cat what um, what i i don't i don't know <laughs> it just Why? gets increasingly wilder and wilder until in 1973 patricia johnson uh who was studying at the university of maryland college park submitted a research paper that chronicled precisely 54 variations on the two incidents Uh, showing that people had sort of uh, adapted them and turned them into spooky stories. Uh, The accounts that I gave, I think, were uh, both direct accounts from uh, people involved with the incident. Because I don't know, like, here's the thing. If the person, if the bunny man was in his 20s in the 1970s, he would still very much be alive today. Okay, I love that, first of all. Uh, I mean, unless the hatchet messed up somehow. But, uh, like, that's a reasonable age. Like, he would still very much be alive. Yeah. Uh, however, there is, like, an alternate theory that he was just a crotchety, hunched-over old man who really, really wanted to get people off his lawn. Um. <laughs> But to launch okay. a hatchet with enough force to shatter a car windshield leads me uh, to consider not as old. Not as old, because that's a that's a that's a lot of get up and go that's to a propel an axe. Okay. Now I've heard these stories, and I've you have. heard heard everything, but most importantly, I've heard kind of the dates around where this happened. Yes. And can I pitch to you? Pitch to me. That Halloween and this whole month of October okay, might be like anti-Easter. And he's just the markation of that. He's the Are culmination me- of the anti-Easter. If you're going to look at me and tell me that in hollow, like in October, instead of an Easter bunny, we instead get an Easter baddie who's just this guy with an axe. The evil Easter I'm gonna bunny. I'm going to be yeah. a little upset. The evil Easter bunny, yeah. The evil Easter bunny. Oh, dear. 
And instead of leaving a basket of candy, he throws an axe through your windshield. That seems a lot more than just the opposite. I'm going to be real with you, Chief. It seems like a big jump. Okay, well, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. March is the third month. Okay. October is the third to last month. They're about equidistant from the new year. Aren't there there 12? I'm not going to say anything because then people are going to realize I can't do math. Uh, October... (laughs) November, December. December. October, November, December. That's three months. Three. Yeah. But January, February, March. March. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. They're equidistant from the new year. All right. Both now have bunny-related incidents. Yeah. Bunny-related incidents on Easter is a really strong way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... One is all about Jesus and how yeah. he came back from being uh, murdered. Yeah. And the other is um, all about pretty much everything that is antithetical to Jesus, <laughs> according to the church, as we've discussed on this podcast and others, like our stream. It's not a podcast, this is- but you get my point. Yeah, I'm fo- I'm following you. This is a legitimate question, uh, because I grew up Episcopalian, and we celebrated Halloween. Uh, it's not like the church celebrated Halloween, but like we personally, as a family, celebrated Halloween. Yeah. Do. Do Christians not celebrate Halloween? Is that a thing? No, I'm just saying that it is, founded in, what the Christians would generally call, pagan ideologies. Right? Okay. Yeah. Like things like witchcraft and um, the whole like celebrating the dead in this manner. It's antithetical to Christian ideology. Mm. Right? We talked about how missionaries fucked everything up. We did. We've had that discussion. And so we took everything that wasn't. Episodes christian but still really rad and we put it into halloween and i think that's why people enjoy halloween so much anyway well halloween slaps unrelated halloween like it's just slaps yeah um uh i say this we i think it discussed on our previous episode uh the things that we did to celebrate halloween but and think of major holidays that don't slap there's only one it's easter That is such a brutal statement. <laughs> that is such a brutal statement. I thought you were going to dunk on Thanksgiving, is what I thought you were going to do. Dude, Thanksgiving slaps. There's food, you know? You get just a fuck ton of food. That's great. Well, I, there, Nothing else needs to be there. There's just food and most of it's pie. And that's, for me, perfect. I, I'm still stuck on the fact that you're like, there's only one major holiday that doesn't slap and said Easter in such a deadpan voice that I just can't respond. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I, cause like, I always liked Easter growing up because we would always do the egg hunts. Yeah. And I thought that, that was really fun. Uh, because I was, I was very tiny when we did the egg hunts. 
uh, and I remember that we would actually like you know how some people do plastic eggs yeah which is arguably uh, the smarter way to do things I know it's not traditional but you'll save from what happened next which was I we for my at my grandparents house we used to like hard boil and then dye eggs like real eggs um Mm -hmm. and my aunt would always hide them like my aunt and uncle and they hid them up really high one year and i was i think maybe five or six and i decided the best choice was to jump for it and i did and i took down the clock on the wall that the egg was on and also the egg which just broke onto the floor in eight million little hard-boiled egg pieces and it was just gross (laughs) (laughs) why was it a hard-boiled egg sid because we hard-boiled and dyed the eggs you can't dye a raw egg well you can but it's not gonna go good you remove the egg bit first do do you guys not do that like a cascarone or you take like a little the little needle. confetti-filled eggs? You take a little needle. All right. And you poke it into the bottom of the egg, and then you drain out all the egg bit. No, we just hard-boiled eggs and dyed them. Is that a thing? Because I know that that's a thing that... Because we made some of those in Spanish class for um, the, the, the dyed eggs that have confetti in them that you're supposed to break. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember that, but we didn't do that for Easter. We just hard-boiled the eggs because then you'd collect them and eat them for breakfast. Interesting. Yeah, because then they come out all fun and different dyed colors. You can make, like, deviled eggs with uh, the outside yeah, dyed I know, blue. Yeah, I know you can do that. Yeah, it's really good, actually. It tastes a little weird, but... <laughs> just put a little salt <laughs> I imagine that's sure the fine. dye. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Anyway, Truly I'm pretty sold on this. Uh, this guy was trying desperately to tell us all that Halloween is the opposite of Easter. The anti-Easter. The anti-Easter, if you shall. I mean, it is just a really funny idea to think about him as an old man who's just fit as hell, who wants people <laughs> off his lawn so bad. <laughs> I Like, so bad. I get that. I get that. It's very good. It's a very good image. Because, like... Imagine that. The police get into like an actual chase with the bunny man and he's just like hopping away like as fast as possible. And they're like, how is he outrunning us? And he turns around and he rips off the bunny mask and it's just like, old man Jenkins. (laughs) He's like, get off my lawn. Throws an axe. It's like, um, I imagine him very similar, if that were the case, to King Boomy and Avatar. Hell yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Just an old, super jacked fucking guy. Just absolutely going. I love that image for him. It's a really good image. Because, like, I know that he... Were Healy's a thing in the 70s? Legitimate question I'm asking you right now. Hold on. Google needs to tell me this right now. When were Healy's invented? When were Healy's invented? 1954. It's possible. It's possible. The bunny man could have had Healy's oh, no. and that's why the police couldn't catch him. What? They were patented in 1999. But Healy's Inc. wheeled footwear was invented by Roger Adams in a friend's garage in 1954. Invented. 
In a French garage? What the fuck? In a friend's garage. Oh. In a French garage. <laughs> I was like, full circle? Holy shit. Healy Sports Limited. Healy's was founded in 2000, uh, which is a very 2000 thing to have, is Healy's. Uh, okay, it was in Texas. Yeehaw. Ride him, Healy's. Uh, brand of roller shoes. Okay. Uh, so, long story short, Healy's did technically exist in 1954, which means the bunny man could have stolen a pair of Healy's. Yeah, from the development team. From the development team. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was competing and he heard that they were stealing his idea. And now he's coming after it. He's mad. Because they trespassed and stole his idea, and that's why he's uh, he's gone mad with the thought of his Healy dreams being taken from him. His Healy dreams have been whisked away. Whisked away. It's very possible he had, like... Like, Healy's were roller shoes, right? But consider this. He was making hoppies, like a type of spring shoe. Oh, and man. They, they got Healy's before he got hoppies, and now he's just gone mad with, like... The crushed dreams of his shoe empire. And then they came out with moon shoes. Yeah, I was about to say. Wouldn't (laughs) hoppies just be moon shoes? They would be moon shoes. Man. Did you ever have moon shoes? No. No, I did not. I have never seen a pair of moon shoes. The only reason I know they exist is because I've seen the commercials. Yeah, I've I, never seen a moon shoe in real life. I have actually seen a moon shoe in real life. They are you? terrible. I would imagine they would hurt your ankle real bad. <laughs> well, here's my story about having moon shoes. Is I didn't own them. My friend owned them. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, I need to try these. Um, by the way, they do currently sell them at Walmart. Um, I could buy moon shoes in the year of our Lord 2020. Yes, uh, they do Hell sell them yeah. at the Walmart. In Ohio. God. Yeah. (laughs) In the Walmart in Ohio where we live. Yes. Yep. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, Anyway, my friend had these and he was like, yeah, just try them on. And first of all, they're so clunky that you have to be sitting on like something elevated. You cannot put these on on the ground and then stand up. It's impossible. God will not let you. Um, Uh, He's cursed you for your hubris. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I tried to do that, and I tried to stand up with these things on, and immediately rolled my ankle and said, nope, fuck this, took them off, and left his house. You know what? Valid. That's what I did. Valid. Valid. Man, they do come in some fun colors, though. These are very 90s. Yeah, I imagine that there's nothing more 90s than moon shoes. Moon shoes and, like, I'm trying to think. Do you remember... They, I never personally had it, but I knew that it existed. I did have one of these. There are two specific food items that I'm thinking of. One of them is colored ketchup. Yes. Do you remember oh that? My God, yeah. Yes. Like Heinz colored yes. ketchup. It was like and it a came whole in campaign. like blue, purple, and green. I yeah, think. it was a whole campaign. Yeah. They brought it back. Yeah. Like a, a year ago. Oh shit! Did they really? They brought it back for like something. I forget what it was. Yeah. Because I remember... Um, they brought it back that, for some limited time thing, and I was like, 
what the fuck put this good shit back no i like i remember it existed but we never like because my friends had it but i didn't have it and i always thought they were joking when they were like oh we have colored ketchup and i'm like who would ever why why (laughs) yeah i remember seeing that in stores and being like hey can we get ketchup but it's blue and my dad was like no what the fuck no your dad looks at that and it makes him physically ill and he's like absolutely not God, it never make... in a million did... years okay what i'm thinking of is they didn't have to actually bring it back but someone i know was talking about it recently because because i mentioned that but then the second thing i want to mention that was also very 90s i don't know if you had this mm-hmm. but the grocery store near my house when i was growing up sold these like hard iced sugar cookies like so that the top crunched when you bit into it they sold that with a series of like markers and then you would take the markers and color in the cookie because it was like a white hard top icing and you would color in the top of the cookie i never had that and then you would eat it but but i never wanted to color it in with the markers because i was like why would I ever put an extra effort when the cookie's right here See, and my, I could just go for it? My thing would be, if you can eat the markers, fuck, I'm just going to eat the markers. That was, I made my brother eat the markers. <laughs> I, I want to I see what that's like. Why can uh, you, why can you eat the markers? Up. That sounds like it sucks. Coloring cookies. Kids coloring cookies. Coloring cookies, um... This has to be a thing. Because I remember these. They came in like... Because uh, they, they came in individually wrapped like saran wrap. So then you would like take off the saran wrap and it would just be like a hard top white icing and then they would have a whole bunch of markers that would go with it. And you would color in the cookie and they had them in like a whole bunch of cartoon characters. You know? Mm-hmm. So you would have like... I think they had like a Dora sugar cookie and... All sorts of things like that. And I remember they were my favorite, favorite things when I was really little. Because uh, I liked the crunching of the icing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, did your mom do this when you were really little? Uh, I tended to be an anxious kid. So my mom would encourage me to do things out of my comfort zone uh, by bribing me with <laughs> the... F- pre-piped frosting decorations that you would put on cakes oh do you know those they come in the sheets uh and they have like little flowers or like happy birthday spelled out no and they're like crunchy i'm gonna send you an image over discord (laughs) they're crunchy and i love them uh icing decorations Okay, sure so I was looking up them. the Heinz like colored ketchup. It is the like easy squirt, and it looks like it looks like you might be able to still buy it today. Um, yeah, it looks absolutely terrifying because all I'm seeing is this very purple mess that looks like melted crayons on top of some French fries. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want that experience. As a kid, I probably wouldn't have questioned it and just eaten it, but. As, a, as an adult, that makes me violently ill. Oh? I dislike that. I found them. Hmm. They don't 
sell them like they used to do because uh oh they they do actually here it is hell yeah i'm gonna send you the link um it's to a sorry we're just in a vortex of nostalgia (laughs) no this is important i feel like we should say this your mom lived through the bunny man we lived through heinz colored ketchup and uh cookie sheets each generation has its own horror Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Each generation has its own horror. Uh, click this link. <laughs> oh my god! Those you see those? Yeah. I my mom would buy sheets of those, and bribe me with them to get me to do things. Did she ever give uh, you fun words? Uh. I don't think we ever got words. Usually we would get like, they used to have uh, little flower shaped ones and we would get those. These are crazy. Okay. So what Sid has sent me is it's like basically like sugar, like hardened sugar. Yeah. Like this is, this is an audio medium. This is hardened sugar in letter form. Yeah. It's like basically what it is, is if you were to take, icing and then pipe out individual dots into the shape of something and let it harden in your fridge overnight that's what these are uh but the icing mixture is a little different than if you were to use buttercream or something along those lines it's almost more like a royal icing because it hardens up into like stiff sugar peaks so it crunches when you eat it and i love them and buy them for myself as an adult to this day it's crazy uh, except now i can buy them in bulk so instead of my mom using them to motivate me to do times tables uh i can order 81 of them online to my home for ten dollars and just have a little snack <laughs> and reward myself for not crying over midterms now i love this thing that you've sent me because on the top of it if you will look on the top right it does say rob lol which is great you love to see it (laughs) they're having humor they're having humor it's rob's birthday and we wanted to laugh at him yeah i feel like they really just wanted to laugh at rob and because rob's spelled out in these looks very dumb it does sorry robs who are listening because i think it's just it's the fact that it's all caps is what does it for me or maybe if it were just advocating crime like rob lol you know what I mean? That reads like a cyberbullying uh, poster that you would see in 2012. Yeah. Oh man! Is your Speaking child of being pressured into? Oh, don't remind me. Uh, do you remember that guy who came to our school and sang his cool rap about no more bullies, and then our whole school I collectively do. bullied him? I do remember that. I remember that we very put, well. We put aside our differences to bully this 38-year-old man who thought he still had a rapping career. I, okay, here's the thing. I was sick the day that assembly happened. <laughs> I did not go to that assembly. So I came back the next day and everyone was referencing something I had not seen and like could not find anywhere. <laughs> Oh, man. Either that or I was either absent the day that assembly happened or I may have skipped it. Uh, that's very possible. I just I'm pretty sure happening. I'm pretty sure that was one of like the lunchtime assemblies. 
Mm, or like no, this was, was it? One or was it like a full day? Their whole ass out of school, like out of class, to make us go look at this man. I may not have gone. Uh, I may have hidden in the band room. That may have been what I did. <laughs> and now a lot of people did do that. I was gonna skip this one, and then someone who did like the block before me was like, "No, you have to go." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> All right, gotta I'm sold. Go. I'm sold gotta on go. It. I I do feel bad for any person who has to go into a middle school for any reason. <laughs> like I, I would not wish that. School. I think this was high school. I'm pretty sure you may have been in high school, but I think I was in middle school because I remember that. Yeah, this may have been. Do you know how? old you were because if you were a freshman i would have been in eighth grade still i don't remember because we did our assemblies in blocks in middle school so they would have you like take a part of your lunch period and then go down and see it either that or it may have been like my freshman year because all i remember all i know is that i hid in the band room so that i did not have to go to this assembly because I really didn't want to. <laughs> well, you missed you missed something great. It was a once-in-a-lifetime like, performance because this guy told us he was going to get it up on iTunes, right? And then it never did. Did he? No. Oh, no. And we got our podcast on iTunes, so the bar's really low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's a rough statement that we made. I don't know if that's a diss on us or on him. I think both. Which is why Uh-oh. it's okay. Uh-oh. Like, <sighs> I mentioned this, and I feel like... Part of me is like, the bunny man could have only happened in the 1970s because of things like this. Like, yeah. in 2012, or in the 2000s, or even like now, if something like this happened, people would either bully him aggressively okay. online, or there would be like a Twitter fan cam of this guy. Like this, <laughs> okay. you know? I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. This kind of thing did happen. Do you remember yeah. 2016? All those fucking clowns? I what do that remember about? that. I remember that. Cause I remember going to my bus stop, uh, with a bow staff. <laughs> Do you remember people just used to be afraid of being like for a whole year? People just were afraid of being killed by a clown randomly. Yeah. And now that might have been some dope viral marketing for the It movie. I don't think so. I really don't think so. But I yeah, I don't think so. Because the year the movie didn't come out till like a year later. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point. It didn't. I just, my, like, the killer clown thing happened. And the I remember that that happened. definitely happened. Because I was still waiting for the bus when that happened. Yeah. Like, I, could, I didn't have my license. So I was literally standing in the dark at, like, 6.45 in the morning waiting for my bus and being terrified that I'm going to get killed by a clown in suburban Ohio. Like, but there were clown sightings. There were clown sightings. There were clown us. sightings yeah. near us. I know people one. that encountered one. Oh, shit. 
oh shit, are we going to take a quick detour to talk about that? Or do we want to maybe save that for an episode? I think we should talk about this in an episode. Because this is a truly American thing, it sounds like. Where some fucking nut is just dressed up as either a clown or a rabbit or some other shit. And is just terrorizing people by the side of the road. This is such an American thing to happen. That not only did it happen within our lifetimes... And my mother's lifetime twice. Yeah. Um, but was yeah. so weirdly normalized that literally I don't know if there were any lasting effects in the American psyche. It was just like, oh Probably yeah, that happened. Not. I mean, I feel like there are lasting effects in the American psyche, but they live very heavily in the fact that we're just all generally anxious <laughs> people. <laughs> Like we're and already also afraid. Just apathetic to everything, apparently. Yeah, clowns on the side yeah. of the road. <sighs> Fuck, you know. Shit happens. <laughs> Shit happens. It's American Gothic, baby. We don't understand. Nobody does. Yeah. Anyway. Time is meaningless. Go sit in a cornfield. <laughs> we uh, should do an episode on the clowns at some point because I really genuinely want to know if any artifact of that still remains. Like I, I know people some... who encountered it. Like I've I have like secondhand stories. Um, yeah, I'm done with doing research on the killer clown epidemic. Yeah. But can I mention one thing before we wrap this up? Because yes, I know we're that. getting to yeah, the ending. We're, we're about to. I am proud of us for getting through this entire episode and not mentioning the purple guy from Five Nights at Freddy's and his bunny suit and murdering ways. Oh. I'm proud of us. See, here's the thing: is I don't know a lot about Five Nights at Freddy's. I was, I, I thought do. you were going to say that you were very, very proud of us for not calling this man a furry. I'm also proud of that. Uh, I was hoping that if I did not mention that, I was saving it for be the able to get through remarks. the episode. Uh, nice. <laughs> the episode. <laughs> the episode. Uh, but yeah. I think we did good. <laughs> I think we did. I think we covered this guy. Um, we covered this we talked guy. about his weird. At least he didn't leave eggs in weird places like the Easter Bunny. Um, he left axes in weird places, which is arguably worse. But it was intentional. The Easter Bunny, you don't even know. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't know why is the why is he leaving eggs? Where'd he get them? Where'd they come from? Where'd they go? Where'd they come from? Bunny-eyed Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so uncertain. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. It sounded like you were waiting for me to finish the bit, and I was just like, nope, I'm going to let you go. (laughs) I, yeah, I sure went. I sure went. Well, I think that does it for us this week. Um... If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you leave us a rating on iTunes or Spotify or Podchaser, anywhere you can find our podcast, um, or leave us a like and a comment and a review. It's all good stuff. Do it. <laughs> um, it really helps us know that you guys are enjoying our content and that you want us to keep making more. Um, so thank you very much. And... Um, we have a couple of other things. Where can you find us, Sid? Uh, you can find us a whole bunch of places. We have a Twitter account. It's at OnCryptids. Uh, what we do we tweet, tweet there? there? 
a lot. We tweet usually during the episode recording. So if you want a sneak peek of possibly future episodes, uh, you can see all of our cool tweets. Uh, this is an audio medium. And if we ever need something to have a visual representation, like we these icing use our things. Twitter. Are you putting that on our Twitter? Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's important. Uh, and if you want to actually, we have a Twitter, we have our Instagram, which is the Midpoint Podcasts Instagram, spelled M-Y-D with a period. And then podcasts, uh, we're hoping to maybe be a little more active there in the future. Yes. Uh, but if they want to get into direct contact with us, where's a good place to do that, Marty? Um, well, the best place to chat live with us is on our Twitch. Um, come by every Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30 and just hang out with us. It's such a blast. Uh, we love to talk to you guys and just, you know, it, just joke around, answer questions about the episode, uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, we're there every Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30, uh, twitch.tv slash the midcast and that is spelled t-h-e-m-y-d-c-a-s-t uh join us there this week it'll be so much fun and if you've missed it we have our vods up from last week and the week before as well yeah uh we play minecraft during those streams so if you want to be a part of the cube <laughs> cult we would absolutely love to have you um, yeah the uh, cube cult yep the cube cult it's a great time join it please validate the sheer hours of time i've spent making a cool dumb castle <laughs> with a big uh, cultish cube on the outside yeah hell yeah absolutely uh but yeah thank you guys so much for your continued support of our podcast and just generally all of our endeavors we really appreciate you guys and we love to keep making this for you yeah thank you all so much and until next time we'll, we'll see, see y'all in the woods, woods.